another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Show. Everybody is in the house. Everybody is in the house. I am uh, I am Kevin. Let's go around the room. Let's Young lady. I am AK. AK, straight in from Points Unknown. Pacific Grove, Monterey, nice. Carmel by the Sea. Yo, it sounds fantastic. I am Jelly. Jelly, yeah. Jelly. I'm Dennis, AK. A, Mr. D. <laughs> ah, there we go. No confusion with AK. And uh, I have no fake radio name, um, so I'm just Kevin. And uh, yeah, we're all here. And uh, we have just now, uh, as of this morning, we have all recovered from our hangovers from the Alibi Aleworks live show. That's why we weren't on last week. We didn't have a live show last week. Uh, I also had some uh, issues with my coaster-eating father, who was back in the hospital briefly again, but is uh, feeling right as rain. Uh, so, uh, for those of you who have been, uh, calling and texting me about my dad, which is none of you bastards, um, <laughs> he's fine. Um, and so AK, you, you told, are, you told us he was fine. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah but, uh, AK, you just, uh, you just winged your way in uh-huh. from, uh, where from the coast. Yeah. We and my, were you on permanent vacation? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We took a small vacation from permanent vacation. You got away from all this snow. Uh, we lucked out. We missed two and a half more feet. Um, and it was awesome. It was beautiful weather out there. It rained way less than we thought. We visited our friend and his awesome restaurant in Santa Cruz. What kind of a restaurant? Jeffy. Um, gastropub. It's a gastropub. Oh, cool. Tapas kind of and pizza. And small, small servings, right? Yeah, There's not tapas. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, they're pretty good portions, but yeah, for sure. You try a little bit of everything. Great awesome. place to eat. Super fun. It's called East End Gastropub in Santa Cruz. Awesome. I've been to the West End Gastro yes. Club. He has a West End, too. He's, nice. all over. he's got both ends. This guy, well, I hope he remembers us little people when he's uh, rich and famous. <laughs> he does. He remembers yeah, us that's awesome. Well. Awesome. Um, yeah, and then we hung out and uh, enjoyed ourselves at the beaches of Pacific Grove, and we went checked out some Pebble Beach action, and it was, it was nice. awesome. Did you, did you play golf? <laughs> no. No? Did you, uh, I brought my golf clubs. Did you, did you swim in the breakers? No swimming. It's no cold. swimming it's cold. in the yeah. breakers. Okay, we didn't so swim at all. You didn't get your boogie board or your uh, no, your Churchill no fins and get out there. No boogie board. No, but still fun though. Did you get Super some? Super fun. Yeah. Did oh you? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. It was our 15 year anniversary. So. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, you pretty much have to have sex during those. Yes. 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 Whether yes. Whether you want to or not. Or, or it's over. <laughs> I'm, I'm checking. I, I digress. I'm checking out your headphones right now. Those are freaking killer. They're These like are uh, those are so cool. There's my. They're mine from the station. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Okay. TKE. Yeah. So, uh, Dennis, what have you been up to? Anything? Uh, anything good? How's the uh, DJ biz going? Real good. We, uh, we are, we're booking um, left and right still. So, thank you uh, all the powers that be. Out and you there thought winter that. was going to be your break time? <laughs> right. No, no we're breaks. still we're still plugging away through the roof. In and you're. Uh, uh, in fact, someone called us from England today. They're coming whoa. out here from England, and uh, they want us to DJ their wedding. Bangers here. and mash. Yeah. Bangers and mash for dinner. Nice. Yeah, and awesome. Tomorrow night. That was the name of my college band. He <laughs> <laughs> had so many different bands. Bangers and Mash. And then, uh, of course, digging, 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 digging. And then um, tomorrow light, tomorrow night at three a.m. off to Mexico. Nice. Ow! That is killer. Well, uh, you know, I've been up to a lot of incredible stuff too. You know, you were uh, you were on vacation. You're heading to vacation, and you're you're having all these clients call you. Meantime, I'm getting a camera shoved up my butthole. <laughs> I uh, I had my first colonoscopy last week. Awesome. awesome. Also, another reason why we weren't here. Yeah. I guess we could have broadcasted right from the hospital. That would have been great. Did they put you out during that? Well, so they give you uh, they give you the stuff and um, goes in your arm and it, it's supposed to it's they call it like an amnesiac uh, quality. Um, <laughs> What do you call that? Uh, anesthesia. So nice. you're not completely out, but uh, you're you're in a, a sleep state, and then the quality of this drug is supposed to um, you don't have recollection of what happened. No so recollection of your rectum. No. So when Bill Cosby walked into the room, I I don't remember <laughs> that actually. They had to tell me that happened. I I, I wasn't aware of that. But uh, yeah, the funniest thing was uh, so I'm sitting <laughs> hey, in there. I'm sitting in there and, uh, you know, first thing you do is you got to put on the, uh, the ridiculous, 
uh, just robe. emasculating <laughs> robe that you put on with the, the whole back is out of it. Whoever designed that thing is a moron. Um, <laughs> Pervert. F- from what I understand, though, there is a, a push to redesign the hospital gown uh, <laughs> in, industry wide. Really? It's going to be more like a robe because I don't understand what the pro what the what's the reason. I, I mean, is, is there that much butt action going on at <laughs> uh, at the hospital? We all have a butt. Come on, but but but, but it's like. There's stuff Bizarre. that there's stuff that has to happen in the front. There's stuff that has to happen in the back. Is the back where the majority of the things are happening when you go to the hospital that that needs to be the point of you know Entrance, access entry? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like maybe it's because if that shit blows open, you see an ass rather than like titties and. Junk. Oh yeah, because I don't would... want to see a bunch of old guys junk. Well, that's true. I guess, yeah, you got <laughs> rather good, see their butt. You got a good point there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so anyway, so I'm in there. Uh, I'm feeling completely vulnerable. Uh, it's uh, 17 <laughs> degrees in there. It's warm. Oh, it's warmer outside. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, so I, I'm getting ready to uh, shrinkage. You know, shrinkage. They're, they're, hey, there's, hey, we're gonna stick this camera up her butt. We're gonna check a, take a look around in there. Everything's gonna be fine. Hopefully, if there's any uh, if there's any polyps, we're gonna pull those out of there. If we if there's a ton of polyps, we're gonna pull them all out and you, you might be bleeding if you if you come out of here bleeding i was bleeding to death uh if you were bleeding uh you got to call us right away if you have a, a stiff um stomach area like a day after this procedure happens you got to call us because you might have some internal bleeding all these things so they're like give me this what whole, are you doing in there well they're giving me this all this rigmarole of uh, what's going to happen and and uh, what they're going to do and, and the results of that and then uh the nurse and the doctor says to me um now, after you've heard all of this, do you have any questions? And I said, yeah, I've been shoveling snow for like 17 months now. <laughs> what can you do for my freaking arms? Because they hurt. Mm-hmm. They're killing me. And uh, they laughed. They said, you're not the first person that's asked us that. Xanax? Yeah, yeah. So um, they didn't give me any help with the arms. But uh, yeah, apparently I came out of that thing uh, flying colors. I don't have to go back Yay. for another 10 years. 10 years, wow. 10 years. <laughs> Yes, they gave me a piece of paper that says normal colon. <laughs> nice. Also one of my former college band names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, normal colon. Did you get a bumper sticker that says that? I, I, well, no, it's uh, my my colon is uh is going to beat you know, beat Clear. up your uh my colon's going to beat up your uh, uh your kid over my, at whatever school. My colon school. is an honor student. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, we got uh, a lot of stuff going on on this brand new uh episode. Uh want to make sure that uh, everybody does know that we have a live episode out there that's uh, available for your consumption and uh that is right at the Podbean app. Just check out Permanent Vacation Show on the Podbean app. And you'll find that show. It was live from Alibi Ale Works. In fact, those guys uh, are so stoked about that last show that we did out there that they want us back right away. That's right. He called me last night. He's he's like, what's what's up with podcast 2.0? Awesome. So he, yeah, he's, then that's, he's that's Kevin. That's Kevin, the owner. Owner, Kev- owner slash brewer. We Excellent. missed him last time. So we we're did miss go him. Back and get that. But I'll tell you. He's a busy man. You know, the staff over there was fantastic that night, even though it was the uh, the second string over there, so to speak. We uh, we talked to some folks on on the mic, and uh, they had great information. We we reviewed a great beer from Alibi Ale Works, and we also talked to, uh, to the guys from uh, Tide Music. Yeah, so check out that episode. It's a great episode. And if you weren't at that episode, definitely you want to make plans to join us for our next live episode. I'm not sure what that's going to be. Best Pies. R- rumor probably. has it it may be at Best, Best Pies, which is going to be in uh, Historic downtown Truckee and uh, that's going to be another great great pizza, show pizza and beer pizza. I can't go wrong there yeah we'll definitely give you oh those guys also have a whiskey club over there Ooh. which is really cool oh. um, yeah and we'll give you guys uh, plenty of heads up to make sure that you're aware of that so if you want to uh, fly in from uh, Arizona or Virginia where we have our second largest listener base Thank next you. to California go, Virginia. Um, yeah if you want to wing your way in from uh, Virginia to check out that live show at Best Pies definitely uh, make your plans yeah. so we got a, a jam-packed show for you tonight we've got a um, some interesting stuff happening we have a great beer review we're going to be reviewing something from Victory Brewing Company out of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Nice. Uh, one of their Dennis is from right um, from Southern Cal but I spent my formative years high school years in, uh, in Pennsylvania yes yeah and we've got a we, we're going to be debuting a brand new segment on this show that we think is going to be popular and we hope it's going to be popular it's going to be a brand new game that's called the the billboard game and we're going to be uh guessing some some songs listening to some great
great music and um, guessing their rankings on the Hot 100 chart uh, from Billboard. And uh, and do we win anything or do we just gain satisfaction? No, what you do is you get to win bragging rights until we play again. <laughs> right on. That's right. So you get like the Burger King crown. You get to wear that in public uh, saying Pass. that you won the Billboard game on the Permanent Vacation Radio program. That's sweet. Yes. So uh, know that. Uh, and uh, I put that together so I know all the answers. So I'm not going to be participating. I'm going to be emceeing that one. So it's going to be Dennis AK. And we do have some uh, some great um, uh, peanut, gallery. peanut gallery members here today. We have some uh, folks that have uh, been listening to the show for a long time. Let's give a round of applause to all of our uh, peanut gallery members here. And I think we're going to be pulling somebody from the peanut gallery to join in the game, which means all we're right. going to throw a complete Reuben boob onto the microphone. Nice. That's how we roll. <laughs> All right. The other thing that we're going to do is we're going to do this right now. AK, why don't you grab that package and just tear the fuck out of it? Uh, let's get into this. We're going to do a cookie review. This is our first snack review. Now, what I really wanted to do tonight was I wanted to review Easter is right around the corner and Oreos has got a brand new flavor of Oreo out, which is called Peeps Oreo. They've got a partnership going with Peeps, <laughs> which are those little marshmallow treats that are covered in sugar. Um, you either love them or hate them, but they've got a new Peeps hate. version of uh, the Oreos out. I could not find those in my local uh, Oreo constabulatory up here. So uh, unfortunately, we don't have those. We're going to try and find them, though, anyway, and try and get a, a review in before Easter. What we did, though, find was the... Uh, the, the spring version of Oreos, which is essentially two chocolate wafer cookies. The, uh, the deal with the spring one is uh, apparently they have four different designs on the, um, on the wafer cookie. So there's, they're sticking with the chocolate wafer cookie on the spring Oreo, but they've got this kind of antifreeze colored <laughs> yellow goo in between, which apparently signifies spring uh in some regard now has anybody here ha Don't had these before the yellow. yeah has anybody had these before negative you know i have to uh i have to say that uh, even as a even as a young child i never liked oreos really never never, never that's amazing never dug them. I, was, I was a chips do, away guy do you have a an allergy of any kind no i just don't like i don't like i don't, like, I don't dig the cream so uh, now now the cream yeah. <laughs> now the cream is um uh, please please feel free to chime in uh, there is a, uh, a a marriage ending over here as we speak because somebody from the peanut gallery had the gall to actually speak up and say something and we picked it up on the microphone no yeah you're right we're not stoned enough or dennis wasn't stoned enough as a child after the show yeah after the show so um essentially what i was going to ask was that cream that's in the middle of the Oreo, it kind of reminds me of like a standard, almost like a cake frosting kind of thing. Yeah, really do, do you eat frosting. do you eat cake? Okay, so there's another thing. When I get a, when I do get a cupcake, yeah, I scrape the frosting. You? Off. Why don't you just move to Russia? <laughs> this is America. Love it or leave it. But is it because it makes you want to gag? Too sugary. It's just too sugary. Yeah. It's just a weird consistency. Yeah. Oh my god! It makes me want I love. Hard. I like bananas now, but I couldn't eat bananas when I was a child either. because of, of the consistency. About pudding, pudding. I, I love pudding. Oh. Pudding, pudding. <laughs> so uh, I would kill to have a bucket full of all of the frosting that you've ever scraped off of a cupcake or piece of cake. I, I would eat it all right now. You'd have a, it'd be a mountain full. You would get oh. the diabetes. The beaties. <laughs> hey, where'd my feet go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, so so is this going to be a challenge for you uh, doing this this little taste review here? It is going to be a challenge. I, I will I will go for it because I'm not afraid, but um, it's going to be a challenge. Okay. And you know what? Now that I think about it, when I, uh, when I grew up, there was a the, the Nabisco factory three blocks away from my house, so maybe it was a constant walk. Yeah. Oh, of, 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 interesting. Of, of, of yeah. Sugar no, air, sugar smell. Sugar that air. Shit. Yeah, that was my uh, college band name, Sugar Air. I just remembered was, that. Uh, <laughs> was the <laughs> name of my band. Name. I was in a lot of bands. So yeah. Uh, do you know I was in? Uh, I had another band name. It was called Paper Jam. Air Supply. Paper Jam. We uh, we had uh, poster boards. We cut all of our instruments out of poster boards, and we just stood up there and made noises with our mouths. Paper Jam was the name of that band. Um, that got zero fucking laughs. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to this cookie review here. So I've, I've poured over the internet looking for an answer to the question. You know, if you're eating the Peeps Oreo, the Peep filling is supposed to taste like Peep. You know, they have had a, they've had a... Uh, <laughs> it's supposed to taste like Peep. Um, 
they have the uh, the red velvet or they have the red velvet Oreos that taste like red velvet, right? I cannot find what this yellow substance is supposed to taste like. So let's get into these things and see what we think. All right. Tastes like an Oreo. Yeah, they're not going to taste any different. It says same great taste. It just got. It says it on the package. It, it has yellow. Same taste. Yellow dye number. I've been on the internet for 17 days trying to figure <laughs> out what the flavor's supposed to be. It says yellow cream. Same taste. Damn it. Yeah. I don't want to. <clears throat> I don't want to <throat> blow your water early, but. Well, I'm as I'm eating this. There is truth in packaging because it tastes like a friggin' Oreo. <laughs> You don't taste yeah. the yellow? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. What are you? Yellow? <laughs> I'm well, done. I mean, um, I gotta say. Yuck. That tastes exactly like a freaking Oreo. That is a downer. Um, They've definitely caused diarrhea. So I guess if you eat enough of the uh, Peeps ones, which are uh, they're kind of that milk of magnesia color. Wow, you get yeah. diabetes. The Pepto-Bismol color. You, 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 you poop pink. Cool. I... Like if you eat a whole pack of them. Would you even poop? I mean, seriously. Well, now see, now, see that, that intrigues me now. All right, so let's go around the table. Let's do our one through five <laughs> review here, and I have a feeling this is going to be a, a shit show. I'm Dennis, not even giving it a number. Dennis, what is your review of the spring Oreo? One. One. Yeah, don't like it. I wouldn't eat it if don't I could. Like it one bit. I'm allergic yep. to chocolate. Thank God. So here's the thing. If you go into the store... Oh, that's right. She's allergic to chocolate. Oh, my God. She's, I didn't have to eat that fucking yeah. crap. <laughs> so the, pe- the Peeps one, the one we were trying to do, it has the white wafer, <laughs> and it has the pink goo. Okay, I could have that one because right. vanilla. Right. Ooh, and double stuff even work. God damn. Go but, but I couldn't find them. So if anybody know. knows, please let us know on Facebook or on uh, the, uh, the page there at uh, permanentvacationradio.com. Please let us know if you found the Peeps Oreos. They're probably sold out, man. And, uh, no, I saw them at the CVS in Tower City. But we have the latest We have the latest Easter in a long time. I think it's the 19th or something like that of April. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have plenty of time to find those fuckers and eat them. 420. I bet you can find them in Reno. Yeah. I'm guessing Walmart or one of those right. big, big... I'll drive yeah. you to the Bay. Next, I'll try to... Next time stores. I'm down there, I'm, I'll, I'll try and pick I'm up some uh, Oreo sure Peeps. I'm pretty sure I saw some at CVS. So yeah. y- you guys, here is the permanent vacation... Review. This is the bottom line review of uh, the spring Oreo. When you go in and the standard Oreo is sitting there and it's on sale for two ninety nine, and they've got this funky package that says spring Oreo and it's four ninety nine. There is no freaking reason to buy yellow good Oreos. You've been had. You have been had. Wait till summer. Buy that shit for sale. Now, when it comes to the red velvet Oreo and the birthday cake Oreo and the cinnamon bun from cinnabon oreos all crap those are those are freaking phenomenal (laughs) all crap (laughs) no dude so if you send us a self-addressed stamped envelope (laughs) self-expressed send us a self-addressed stamped envelope we'll send you a cookie yeah Mm. alive from permanent vacation (laughs) shitty cookie and how's that oreo pair with that beer captain uh uh, (laughs) you know that's the first sip of beer i had after the cookie and that was not good It ruins your taste buds. Yeah, that did not get me in the gaggers. I hate Oreos, but that was delicious. You liked it. Oh, you gave it a four? Five? Four? Whoa. I give it a five. You got a five out of five. Shit. From the peanut gallery, a five out of the five. Nice. Did any any of the other peanut gallery members have have one of these Oreos? Did you guys try one of those? No? No? Kelly? No? No? Less? No? Don't do it. Less is more. Okay, so smart people. Nobody yeah. had one of them. They're all they're all sitting they're all sitting here with their their fangs out no, waiting for the no, beer no, review. No, no. That's all they're interested in. Right. I've had three beers so far. They're all great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So uh, we are going to get into uh, a, a, a brand new game that uh, I just concocted the other day. Game. It's uh, going to be called the Billboard Game. We're going to listen to some great music and we're going to do some uh, voting and uh, we're going to take a little break, but you're hardly even going to notice it. Okay. And uh, we are uh, going to get into um, something here that we are coming into for the first time. This is a brand new game. That, Popping uh, our cherries. Yeah, kind of devised this over the last couple days. And uh, I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of games like this out there on a lot of different podcasts and radio programs. But this one's ours. Yeah. And uh, that's what makes it great. And this is going to be called the Billboard Game. And what we're going to be doing is, essentially what we're going to be doing is we're going to be listening to six different songs, songs that everybody's heard of, except one, they're maybe a dark horse in here. But uh, essentially what we're going to do is we're going to go around the table and uh, we are going to guess each song's highest ranking on the top 100 chart from Billboard magazine. And each person is going to have their guess. 
and uh, I'm gonna be the MC. I came up with the uh, the game, and I, I came up with all the songs, and I know all the the rankings, so. Uh, I have to bow out. As a result, we've got a special guest, one of our Peanut uh, Gallery members here, Rob. Rob's going to be joining us for the game. Rob, hello. What up, Rob? Now, uh, Rob, you're uh, get up on that mic, Rob. Don't be scared. It's not poison. There we go. And uh, so, uh, Rob, uh, you were saying before uh, we were off mic about how uh, much of a music aficionado you are, and you were kind of throwing some shade there. Uh, should we be quaking in our boots, or, or should AK and uh, Mr. D be quaking in their boots? <laughs> I already I'm am. A huge music fan, and I. Uh, but uh, you're gonna pull out some obscure stuff, so I'm I'm scared. No, no, no. This is all uh, this is all I'm stuff scared. that everybody who's listening uh, is gonna know. And uh, the key though is what was its highest ranking on the Billboard charts? Not how we feel about it today in 2017, but uh, where did it rank when it first came out? Are you gonna play the song? We are gonna play each when song. You, when you know it's who it is and what it is you beep a button. no 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 it's not that you're you're just gonna you're you're gonna say your score we'll go around okay. the, the the thing in fact uh, i probably need a piece of paper here to write on uh ak uh, can i uh borrow a piece of that paper i just want to keep all the scores here so that uh, everything's on the up and up and uh yeah we'll go around the table each person will say the score but i think what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the song remembering when we first heard it and then uh i'm gonna give you the album that it came off of and the year it was released and then we want to have a debate uh, amongst ourselves here about uh, what we think about this. Uh, what your, well, what your what your thought process is, uh, what, where do you think it is? So again, most of these songs are going to be coming off, uh, the, the score we're looking for is the Hot 100 chart. The Hot 100 chart. There is only one song in tonight's contest that is not going to be off the Hot 100 chart. It actually never appeared on the Hot 100 chart. It, 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 we're going to be coming off the alternative chart for this one song. Yay. Nice. Okay, so uh, without further ado, why don't we um, get into this game? So uh, this is the Billboard game. Billboard and, game. And uh, we've got a... So what I did was I, uh, I basically took a bunch of music from AK, Mr. D, and my own kind of wheelhouse, our favorite bands. Ah. So that's this is our debut version of that. There's going to be a lot of trains. Your hand? <laughs> yeah, train. <laughs> my God. Are those guys worthless or what? I mean, there's there's no other worthless band. Is there going to be some air supply in here or what? So wh <laughs> the other band that's just completely worthless is 311, right? 311, because they're like the, the rap rock. They're, they're like rap rock, right? Unfortunately, I had a lot of CDs of I can totally, but, I can totally listen to 311. Yeah. But they can't rock or rap. <laughs> they're Scott. Oh, they suck. <laughs> they're the worst. All right. so let's, bad as train, but we'll go with that. Let's get into this. Uh, let me get all my different um, pieces of uh, electronic devices. Uh, do, uh, let's make sure that the board is uh, turned up for the music here. So the first song Save is going to be... Take me away. No, you don't have to sing rap. Oh this boy. is going to be Rush. Rush, 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 Rush. Oh and this song is Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer came off the uh, multi-platinum album Moving Pictures that were, was released in 1981. Now, uh, Rush up until... Totally this, reminds me of high school. Rush up until this point was an album rock FM station staple. Uh, but because of Getty Lee's voice uh, was not readily accessible to a large audience. Now, they did just get nominated or uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But uh, finally, for, for a lot of people, this is a uh, something. This is an acquired taste rush. So in 1981, Moving Pictures, arguably their best-selling album ever. This is this is um, uh, excuse me, Tom Sawyer, arguably their most uh, recognizable song. Let's all figure out where this song came in in the Billboard Top 100. What do you guys think? Let's uh, let me get all my uh, scores. Uh, so we got it should Mr. be D. number one. <laughs> yeah. Rob, we got <laughs> AK. Yeah, my guess is it's lower. So let's go around the table here. Uh, anybody want to talk about Rush and uh, this particular song before they uh, 
they say their uh, their score. Uh, Dennis, can, what I, do you think? I can remember. First of all, it reminds me of high school. I graduated high school in 1983, so 1981. I was just this just a scrub. <clears throat> but my first uh, my first experience was with Rush was uh, there's these kids, these older kids in the neighborhood, and they were the cool kids in the neighborhood. Yep. And I was just the the punk. That they wore the flowing robes, and they, they the- wouldn't let me in their circle. <laughs> and they, and they're, uh, I can see them playing frisbee, and and uh, and one of them had their speaker hanging out their 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 bedroom window, and um um um. Uh, circumstances from hemispheres was playing yes. and I didn't know who or what rush was. And, uh, and I, I went over to the cool kids and I'm like, who's this band, man, this is killer. And they, and because I said that they took me under their wing. Oh, they gave you your own robe. Ah, they, they took me. Nice. Yeah. I got my own robe. They took me under their wing and yep. uh, he explained that it was a power trio from, from Canada and their alternative and da, 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 da. And I've been a fan ever since that day. Yeah. So, uh, when I hear that song, uh, I have actually, I've, I've mentioned that song as being one of the most influential songs in my circumstances. M- no, uh, actually, Tom Sawyer. Uh, Tom Sawyer. Uh, number one, the intro to that, that growling yeah. synth song uh, sound, uh, it is truly unique to that band. And um, no one's ever used another sound in a, a synthesized way that way. I also thought that Rush to me was the one band that melded uh, rock music and synthesizers in a way that was not corny and over the top and space rockish. Um, what about Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? No, no, uh, uh, no, <laughs> no. Beach Boys, <laughs> no. And uh, the other thing too is uh, that song always uh, resonated with me. The two songs from Rick, Rush, Rick Wakeman. The two songs from Rush that resonated with me were always uh, Tom Sawyer because of the you know the the individual the standing up against uh, anything, being able to overcome anything, um, and then the other one was. Um, Subdivisions from Red Signals and su- subdivisions. Subdivisions oh, for me was was my call, my my high school yeah. life. Right. It was growing up in the suburbs, being weird, playing Tetris or not Tetris, but uh, Tetris. Te- Tempest, playing Tempest, <laughs> and uh, that that video was my my life. And uh, so anyway, I'm I'm not playing the game. I know the score. So uh, Dennis, let's go around the table. What do you think? Moving pictures, Hot 100. Moving pictures or or, uh, or Tom excuse Sawyer? me Tom Sawyer the okay. song all right so uh, I'm gonna say pretty high oh God that's tough 1981 where did it where did it eventually rise to 12 12 okay uh, Rob what do you I'll think say 50 man a great song Five, but top 100 yeah. top 100 it's something, yeah. something that has to grow on people yeah I know fantastic song. Okay, 50. and uh, AK, what do you think? Um, I wrote down 12. 12, Honestly, wow. Like... So you and Mr. D are right there on uh, the same score there, and Rob is coming in at kind of, uh, you know, halfway through there at 50. All right, let's go on to our next song, and uh, let's see, whose song is this? The first one was obviously a song that I chose. Uh, this is a song that is uh, dedicated to AK. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, of course, Winona's Big Brown Beaver from Primus. Yeah. When I first heard this song, I lost my shit. Right. Yeah. And the video is incredible. The musicianship was so freaking great. And and uh, the delivery of the vocal and the fact that it was being played on KMET in Southern California, and it was Winona's Big Brown Beaver. I mean, I could not believe what I was listening to, and I was sucked in right away. This comes from uh, Primus' album Tales from the Punch Bowl. From uh, that, that was released in 1995. Now, this is um, excuse me, you guys. This this actually song is never charted on the Hot 100. So this is coming. Alternative. This is coming from the alternative chart. This is the one song is coming from the alternative chart. So we're thinking college radio at the time. Where did this uh, come in in college radio? I could listen to this all freaking night long. What a great song. Winona's Big Brown Beaver from Primus. What do we think? Let's go around the table and uh, let's start off with AK. AK, when you first heard this song, what did you think? Mm, first heard the song, I was in college, sophomore, and 
the video is what I remember the most because videos were those plastic faces and the big. plastic uh, yeah, the just incredible cowboys awesome. yeah bowlegged bowlegged yeah yeah amazing just great. awesome and this song I mean actually, they basically took Whip It from Devo and took it to like the extreme yeah. when it came to that cowboy theme I actually dedicated this song to my business. One night on 101.5, Dennis was on. <laughs> Excellent. To, uh, you got to tell people what you do Corey for your business. And Alicia, I am an esthetician. I wax people. Yeah. I was a big brown Below the belt. <laughs> Below the belt. Pretty much big brown beavers are all I see on. <laughs> well, they're everywhere. This and is they're, my song. They're screwing up the freaking rivers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn them. Damn them. Um, so, I, get, I get jokes. I get jokes. I get jokes. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with number sixty-four. Sixty-four These on the alternative that are chart. In my head. Yeah. So this I'm is... using my uh, my Spidey, my Wonder Woman fucking honing skills. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go over to Rob, our uh, peanut gallery member. I'm gonna say number one. Number one Shit. on the alternative chart. Nice. Wow, that's a big one. And uh, Mr. D, any uh, any uh, background on this song? Uh, any funny stories? You're a, a pro, yeah, totally. professional DJ. From uh, that's from Tales of the Tales from the Punch Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. And uh, having seen Primus, 1995. Having seen Primus probably 75 times, <laughs> it, literally. Wow, you've seen them more than I've seen the Scorpions. <laughs> I've seen them more a than bunch I've of seen times. a sunrise. <laughs> I've shared wine with Les Claypool. I've sold his wine. I'm, I'm pretty much. I, I've infiltrated. He has pictures with them. I've infiltrated my way into the Claypool family. Ooh, in fact, nice. last time I went and saw them, his wife came up to me and said, "Hey, Dennis." Oh I called God. my name out. Yay. Karen, my girlfriend, was like, "I thought your name was Mister D." Who the fuck are you? And uh, and she goes, "Do you, you guys this is wanna, a revelation? Do you guys want to come backstage? You have a whole other life that we're not aware of. <laughs> I, I do. It's secret. So anyway, all that garbage. What's your freaking score? I'm gonna say thirty. Thirty. All right. Yay. Three. That's probably too low. Too high. Okay. Well, uh, moving right along here, let's uh, let me get in my. Uh, do you know little... the answers? Are you playing too? Uh, no, I'm not because I he do know the answers. Yeah, I the do answer. know the answers. So we're going to get into our very next song, and this is coming to us from. This is uh, one of Dennis's favorites. Oh boy! This is coming to us from uh, Tool. This is Schism from the Lateralis album uh, that was released in 2001. And again, this is we're back onto the Hot 100 charts, and. Um, this is uh, one of those bands that started off with uh, with kind of a uh, kind of a punk feel, kind of a punk rock feel, and then really kind of migrated into that. And I have a feeling uh, these are one of the quintess. This is one of the quintessential bands. I have no idea what just happened. Um, this is one of the quintessential bands that the musicians in the band were so good. They just got so tired of that punk scene. Uh, and their natural progression was to go into this more difficult music. And uh, this album, uh, for one example, would be one of the quintessential albums of modern prog rock music. Their time signatures are insane. And just uh, incredible musicians all the way through. And every um, time they come around, I go, Kevin, you got to come up. You got to see Danny Carey live. You got to see him live. Have you ever, you've never gone? And I've never seen two live. No. Dude, Danny Carey. This year, right? No, they're not coming around. This the, the, year. Well, their album, a new album's coming out real soon. Um, 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 again, I have another, another useless story. <laughs> so apparently, this is a gatefold album. Uh, it is a double album. And no, uh, no, no, no. I heard it was. I thought it was a big, big album, like big, long songs, like a, a, oh. a progressive epic. Well, they're all all their songs are like six, seven, fifteen minutes long. Yeah, I th yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a double album. It's not a double album. Oh, no. okay. No. Never mind then. You're the tool guy. I'm the tool. Guy. I am a tool. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we? Tim Allen, <laughs> the tool guy. Yeah. So, uh, I feel, so I feel at an unfair disadvantage. Why is that? Because you weren't born then? I'm not the tool guy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so, uh, so Rob, uh, let's start with you. Uh, no, let's start with Dennis. I mean, this is this is one of his songs in his wheelhouse. Dennis genre. So, uh, this is Tool, uh, arguably his favorite band. Uh, this is Schism. Again, uh, it came off the uh, Lateralis album. Uh, it was released in 2001. And we are looking for uh, a little background on this one and uh, what your guess is as far as highest charting point. When I first started dating uh, dating Candy Zander, I uh, I asked her if she wanted. This just came out, and I asked her if she wanted to go on Tool tour. 
We saw them 18 times wow. on the latter all the tours, starting with uh, New York City. We saw the pre-Seminole tour. So they did four shows before their big show, just to warm up. Whoa. We saw number one at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. Nice. We flew out there. We landed and went and literally went right from the airport right into line. <laughs> and I called my friend Mark in New York City. I'm like, Mark, bring us some coffee, bring us some donuts, bring us a hoagie, bring us something. Yeah. Water. Uh, yeah. You know, I've only done that with one band before. I've only like, you know, drop of a hat, bought tickets, got on a flight and went somewhere to see a band. Outlaws? No, it was uh, the train. It was the darkness. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The darkness. I went to see the darkness in LA and uh, my wife and I, Kelly, was uh, we were standing right behind Timothy B. Schmidt of the Eagles nice. with his two kids <laughs> who are also waiting to get in line with us, just like us sh- our, uh, us schlubs, <laughs> are waiting online to get in there. I mean, this guy's arguing the biggest band in the world, the Eagles. And uh, he's got a ticket waiting in the line just like, but it was a great show. Uh, too bad those guys imploded, uh, but uh, seeing those guys and, and doing that was real. I have to give my wife credit. She allowed me to do that, and it was nice. a blast. Awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, so uh, what do you think, Dennis? We're talking, uh, we're talking Schism Hot 100. I know they never had number one. I know that. Um, I have no idea what this uh, what schism ranked on the Billboard charts, so I'm gonna throw it out there. Twenty six. Twenty six for Mr. D for the Tool song. Twenty six. Okay. Uh, AK, what do you? I said twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay. <laughs> You're really close in our thinking here. Well, you know, it, when it comes when we're doing six songs here and we're taking the lowest cumulative score, it could come down to you know one two points. Uh, you never yeah. know. Yeah. Rob. I was going to say 75, but based on 25, <laughs> I think I'll go with 50. 50. Nice, okay. 50. I'm 50. I know. Who I knows? can stretch. 88. And, and, I can stretch. And bend and stretch. Bend and stretch. Okay. And then, uh, so yeah, so that was, uh, I'm just making my notes here. I want to make sure that we're all up and up on the scoring. All right, let's get into our very next song here. This is back into the the Kevin genre of music. We started off with uh, uh, moving pictures and Rush. Now we're gonna go we're gonna go real deep here into the uh, kind of the proggy stuff right now. Sick. But this is a song that everybody kind of heard when it came out. Um, this is a song from 1983. This is from uh, a band whose following is still pretty rabid, but it is a small following. Uh, but everybody kind of has heard this opening to this song, and uh, I think everybody's heard the kind of falsetto voice of uh, Randy Jackson. No, not the guy from uh, American <laughs> Idol. Dog, what up, dog? The other Randy Jackson. <laughs> this is from uh, the band called Zebra. This is from their debut album. came out in 1983. Uh, same title, Zebra. And this is Who's Behind the Door. Uh, my little story behind this is if anybody could ever teach me how to play 12-string electric guitar or uh, 12-string acoustic guitar, this is the opening uh, song that I would love to learn how to play. This is the one thing I would love to learn how to play right here. You know, I thought it was I, I was a know-it-all as far as music. I've never heard of Zebra or this song. You have never yeah. heard? Never heard this song. Like- or I've never heard Led it. Zeppelin. Well, it so those these guys were big influenced by uh, Led Zeppelin. But let's get into a little bit here. No, not ringing any bells. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> what year was this? Not at all. How weird. Obviously, and this, this was a song that was being played. So here, the radio, here, here's the big right? hook. Here's the big hook in the song. That was. <laughs> let me find so, the. So Asia was influenced. Yeah. There's a little getting to you right there. Huh. I have seen Asia twice. So these guys were a three-piece, just like Rush. Nice. Guitar. Guitar, drums, and synthesizer. No bass player. Obviously a lot of synth there. So anyway, that is uh, Zebra, Who's Behind the Door from their debut album, 1983. Unbelievable. And uh, they did chart on the Hot 100 with that because they also had another song, um, as I said before, and I forget. They had three songs off this that were all uh, charting. Hmm. So let's uh, start off with uh, Mr. D. Charting. (laughs) 
Charlie McDennis. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I have, like I said, I, I have never heard that song. Even though we heard it, it still doesn't even ring a bell. I'm gonna Crazy. Say, I'm going to say 88. 88 for Mr. D. AK. I said 79. 79 for AK and Rob. Going with the law of averages, I'll go 75. <laughs> 75. Okay. We're going to get right back into uh, Mr. D's wheelhouse. This is a band that uh, he and I were uh, have always been into. And, in fact, a, a few years ago, um, we went and saw them oh, when boy. they uh, reunited with uh, the great David Lee, Lee Roth. Roth on, Diamond Dave, baby. On uh, vocals. The premier party band of the 80s and 70s. That's right. Fuck yeah. I need a shot of Jack Daniels ASAP. <laughs> this is, of course, uh, Panama from uh, Van Halen's 1984 album, 1984. And uh, definitely charted on the... Uh, oh. What am I doing here? That's, Got the wrong that's one. music. That's headphones. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. So, uh, yeah, these guys uh, definitely charted on the Hot 100. Uh, 1984 was a monster. A ton of hits came off of this, including Jump, Hot for Teacher, um, some other songs, including Pan Panama. My favorite recollection of Panama is uh, this was Drew Carey's torture method for Mimi when uh, she was locked in his apartment. <laughs> he played this on a continuous loop, and uh, she was not allowed to leave the apartment. <laughs> And uh, it would end, and it would immediately start again, and she almost killed herself. Oh, man. Is this about cocaine? Panama? <laughs> Could be. Who knows? Uh, so, yeah. So, um, let's get into this one. Uh, let's get some uh, some talk around the table here. Dennis, I, Panama. I I'm going to say hi. I'm going to say uh, four. No background on this one? Just uh, oh, uh, going to shoot... I, I, it reminds me of um, Summer being, being sexually active in high school. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. In, in fact, I'm, I'm reliving one right now. I'm reliving it right now. Excellent, excellent. AK, what's your Panama experience? Um, well, I was nine years old. Whoa, that's and... early for that kind of stuff. And I thought... That the words to this were animal. No. Animal. Uh, so there you go. A I thought, when I first when I first heard it, I thought it was had enough. Ca a common had mistake. Enough. Animal. Which as an experiencing teenager with sex, you did not. This have came enough. out. This came out. It, that's probably why I was so sexually active because <laughs> this came out uh, when my uh, when I uh, I had my first apartment. I, I uh, yeah, I had just got out of high school. Just got my first apartment in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, and yep. uh, had a revolving door as far as ladies. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going to say number three. So you're going to say this went to number three. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Rob? I'm going to put it up there at number five. Nice. Number yeah. five. Okay. All up, in the t up, up above ten. Nice. So speaking of misquoted lyrics or misheard <laughs> lyrics, uh, everybody was saying this, uh, AK was saying this, uh, she thought it was animal, animal. Had enough. There's a great book out there on the market if you guys ever want to hear uh, or have a good read about a lot of uh, misquoted lyrics. It is called Excuse Me While I Kiss This Guy oh, and yeah. Other Misquoted Lyrics. I knew pick you were going to say that. I knew pick it. that book up. It's a great book. Nice. All right, let's get right back into our uh, our last selection here. This is one of AK's selections. Oh boy, one of AK's uh, songs. And uh, I remember when these guys came around, uh, they were kind of being called the brand new American um, Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. This is, of course, the Black Crows with Jealous oh, again. I one of the top. See them. This I is uh, Chris Robinson. Is nice. that why? Yes, yes. Uh, nice. nice. This comes to us from the uh, 1990 Shake Your Money Maker uh, album. And when I first heard this song, I was in spring break in Palm Springs, California. Nice. And this song was being played about every 10 minutes on every radio station out there. Uh, it was a good uh, kind of sun-soaked uh, experience out there. A lot of... Uh, scantily clad folks and uh, i remember riding my beach cruiser into the uh the pillar of an awning at a hotel and uh just <laughs> wrecking my face were you uh wearing a banana hammock no i was not no okay but i was feeling high, high. <laughs> feeling no pain yeah so i think i've said this on the show before but i uh there's three concerts that have been the loudest concerts that i've ever been to daft punk velvet revolver and the black rose what about Merv? 
Merv is loud. Merv is loud. The Black Rose. I thought you said Depeche Mode. No, uh, no, no, no. (laughs) Then you corrected yourself. Uh, Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, it was definitely Daft Punk, (laughs) definitely Velvet Revolver, and and Black Crows at the Warfield. Yeah. And uh, my, my, I remember putting my head down the pillow after we drove home, and it was just like. <laughs> ringing. Yeah. Right yeah. All right, AK. Uh, how about a story about uh, Black Crows jealous again? And uh, what is your review or your your reading? Let's see. In 1990, when this came out, I was still in high school. But yep. in 1999, I went to Lollapalooza in uh, North Carolina. Nice. Right? And sounds um, humid. We got there, and I had rolled a joint out of three papers. <laughs> with like over an eighth in it. That a girl. As soon as we got to the fucking parking lot, let that bitch out. And within three drags was arrested. Oh. Smoking marijuana. Oh. Um, so fuck North Carolina. But long story short, I'm going to give it a 14. Awesome. <laughs> Way to wrap it up there. <laughs> You're going to give that one a 14. So again. A 13 and a half. I think it's yeah. worth I think it's worth uh, noting. Yeah, so so when this first came out in uh, 1990, you think it went right to the top of the charts? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Rob, what do you think? <laughs> Probably not. You know, Black Crows. I just saw Chris Robinson. Yep. Really good show. Yep. Uh, they hit it big then. Um, I'll say 15. 15. Okay. Even after his little comment. <laughs> Do you know that, that Chris Robinson has a liner on on uh, 101.5 Truckee Tahoe Radio? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, now yeah. was he was married to uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter, right? Is oh, he? Was he? He was really? for a while. Yeah. Kate Hudson. Yeah, Luck- yeah, he was married for a while. Yeah. Lucky guy. Lucky bastard. <laughs> right on. Apparently I'm gonna she- say um, Black Crow's number ten. Number ten. Number ten. Jealous All right. again. All right. Well, uh, you know that's gonna uh, that's gonna do it for this edition. What of year did the, that come out? What year that came out in 1990 from the uh, Shake Your Money Maker album. Nice. Uh, that's gonna do it for the. Uh, uh, billboard uh, first inaugural edition of the billboard game what we're going to do right now is take a quick break I'm going to tabulate the scores we're going to be back with the winner and a beer review oh yeah oh. Oh, that's right can you do the Casey, Casey voice to tell the winner yeah. yes I can yes I can <laughs> and we're back <laughs> scoob <laughs> you know he was uh, was he shaggy he was shaggy was he yeah what look no, it up look it up google it look it up no google. look it up right oh, now no, look it I up. believe you I believe you I have no, no Casey Kasem to. was shaggy <laughs> from Scooby Doo that's awesome Scoob <laughs> that's awesome and uh, learn something every day <clears throat> yeah okay and we're back and we've got the uh, tallies here from the big billboard game and we're gonna uh, kind of go down the line here and we're gonna uh, first of all review all the songs and we are going to give you their chart uh, positioning. All right, Tom Sawyer from Rush, Moving Pictures, released 1981. Hot 100, 44 on the charts. 44 on the charts. Why known Big Brown Beaver? That was uh, from the alternative charts. Uh, Tales from the Punch Bowl, released 1995. That reached all the way up to number 12 wow. number 12 yeah. on the what alternative what charts did, what did we say i said 64 what did i say for the first one uh mr d you uh, guessed that uh rush went to 12 and it was what 44 44 uh-huh. um and let's see here ak you guessed 12 on that uh rob Very you guessed wrong. 50 Ooh, there you go nice big brown beaver uh, that uh, came in at uh, 12 on the alternative charts. Dennis with a 30, Rob with a 1, and AK with a 64. All right, Tool, Lateralis, Schism. Schism came in at the Hot 100 at 67. Ooh. Mr. D, you had a 26. Uh. And um, Rob, you had a 50. 26. AK, you had a 28. Who's behind the door from Zebra? Hot 100. <laughs> That came in at 61. 61 on the charts. That was a pretty popular song. And uh, what so, what song are we talking about? Uh, the zebra song, oh. Who's Behind the Door. Oh, uh, 88 for Mr. D. Rob <laughs> had a 70, 75, and AK had a 79. Yeah. Van Halen Panama from the 1984 album. Uh, Hot 100 scored at a 13. Mr. D, you had it at a four. Uh, Rob, you had it at a five. AK, you had it at a three. And last but not least, Jealous Again, Black Crows, Shake Your Bunny Maker, 1990, Hot 100 score, 
75. <laughs> a critical, a critical fan, but uh, not necessarily the buying public. Uh, Mr. D, you had that at 10. Rob, you had that at 15. AK, you had that at 14. And with our winner, that is going to be with a score of 116 from the peanut gallery. That is Rob. Excellent. The guy that was throwing he shade. The, he gets the Burger King hat. Yes, the guy that was throwing shade at the beginning of the show. He... <laughs> and uh, Mr. D, you came in at second place at uh, 183. Ah. AK, bringing up the rear at 212. Up the rear. Yeah, I don't do it in the butt. <laughs> All right. And we're going to get into some more genres, some more definitely some uh, different kind of music as we go forward. Right now, though, what we're going to do is we're going to get into another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Beer Review. The world famous oh, beer. beer review. Maybe we can do this instead. Beer review. Beer review. The passport. I remember my first beer. I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk. It was the greatest beer in all the world. All right. And uh, this week we are reviewing something out of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, uh, from Victory Brewing Company, one of my favorites from the East Coast. Uh, I don't have a lot of big favorites from the East Coast. Uh, a lot of the beers that are coming out of the East Coast, they tend to put a lot of uh, a lot of barley and malt into those. I'm an IPA guy. Uh, there are some exceptions, and one of those big shining exceptions is coming from Victory Brewing, and that is, of course, Dirt Wolf Double IPA, which is uh, in my top five of all IPAs. A very balanced, drinkable beer. Delicious. And uh, we are going to be kind of going out of the norm here. Uh, actually, no, we're staying with the norm because the last few weeks we've been doing sours, sours with yeah. the exception of the Alibi Show where oh, we yeah. did a big bourbon barrel or right. a whiskey barrel. Right. Um, so we're going to get back into the sour thing because I think it's interesting to talk about. And look who's suddenly a sour guy. Uh, yeah. So this is coming to us from this is coming to us from Victory like out that? of Pennsylvania. This is Sour Monkey. Sour, sour Monkey. Monkey. And this is a Sour Brett Triple. Sorry, buddy. Um, sour Monkey puts a tastefully tart Sorry, twist buddy. on our Golden Monkey sweet fruity essence. Mm -hmm. A sharp citrus laden tang makes this brew a monkey. All its own composition. Okay. <laughs> the uh, malt that they're using on this is this is a pilsner, so this is uh, essentially a, a sour pilsner. Hops are uh, Tetnang, Tetnang, Tetnang. ABV is coming in at uh, 9.5. The flavor, the aroma is uh, varied with lemon, sour, and mild. Uh, Brett, uh, I can't even pronounce that. Brettonymeses yeah, notes. It's a, it's a Bretonomyces notes. Uh, flavor follows with a tart acidity. Not dry as it finishes with a malty grain flavor. Availability, this is available year-round in uh, both 12-ounce bottles and 22-ounce bombers. I picked this up over at Xander's Spirits here in Truckee, California. Thanks, uh, guys over there, Tina and the guys at Xander Spirits, for providing us a great beer tonight to a review. And uh, we're going to go around the table and uh, see what we think about this. Why don't we uh, get in on this? Dennis, any insight as to uh, the Sour Pilsners? Uh, any uh, any sour, thoughts? Sour Pilsner? So essentially, this is saying that they're oh, using the Pilsner monkey. malt. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I get you what you're saying. Uh, I don't know. Let's taste it. Yeah. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. Clink. Mm. Mm. Yeah, clink. Lieutenant Ooh. Clinker. Watch out for that sound yeah. <laughs> God, makes me nervous every time. <laughs> this is my bread and bunny right here. This is my bread and butter. <laughs> Wow-wee. That's an interesting flavor. Ooh. It's sweet and tart. That is very tart. That's a... Uh, Kelly, you would probably love this. This is as tart as you can imagine. Yeah. Sour Patch beer. Wow. That is a Sour Patch in a beer. It's got some Definitely, I can taste some vanilla, like you said, Rob. Uh, Rob is not on the mic anymore. I guess the game is over. He's over. I guess every um, time I drink a sour, I think it tastes like grape or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that happening? Well, or this, a grape sour. this one is... Um, Everybody has their own palate. I was yeah. very t and this is kind of on the... Uh, it's very um, carbonated. This is extremely carbonated. Those are bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. It's really good. Uh, it, it's, it's got kind of like that... Um, sweet. You know that that carbonated wine or the uh, 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 sh yeah. uh, champagne kind of thing going. Um, it definitely tastes like a like it's a bubbly, juicy, 
Grape flavor. Panama, animal. Had enough. Had enough. Had enough. Had enough animal. Bubbly juicy. <laughs> no, I like it a lot. It's really good. Uh, hey, let's uh, get into some food pairings. Hand me one of those Oreos. Oh, God. <laughs> diabetes, diabetes. <laughs> we make holes in teeth. <laughs> it's sweet, but it's not overly sweet. And it's tart, but it's not overly tart. <laughs> that was a commercial, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. We make holes in teeth. There were those big cavity <laughs> things. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> I love that commercial. That's pretty great. What were the characters that were doing the the, the jackhammering in the teeth? The, those are the cavity guys. But what were they, what kind of people were oh, they? They were right? like giant monsters. Yeah, we make holes in we teeth. We make holes in teeth. <laughs> They're all like real primitive and shit. Yeah, that was some great shit. But this will make holes in your teeth. It's sweet. I don't think I would want to drink that much of that bottle. Especially at nine point five alcohol by volume. <laughs> Anybody, you guys want to? You guys want to get in on this? I mean, it's an interesting. You guys want to get some of this beer? <laughs> yeah, Leslie doesn't drink beer. She's over there with her wine bottle, clutching it. It tastes like wine. Death, <laughs> death grip. It does kind of taste like cheese. wine, really. Goat cheese. goat cheese with this. Goat cheese. Yep. Nice. So they don't have anything on the uh, propaganda here from the website, but I would say, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, Oreos, I maybe. I tried reading the back Something of the bottle, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't. It's impossible. I couldn't uh, read it in yeah. the well-lit store that yeah, I bought it in. It's weird. I can't read it either. Yeah. It's oh, too, it's because of your eyes. too purple. Mm. <laughs> it's purple writing on a, ba a black background. Yeah, yeah true, So they, they did. So if we're, if we're going to review this beer, we have to give it to them on the label. A little uh, bit of a miss on the label there. The label was made by a 22-year-old who can read. <laughs> good eyesight. How's, yeah. the, how's the Oreo and beer? Not recommended. Okay, good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, but I finished it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Strong finish. Yeah. So um, <laughs> what else have you got going on? So they're saying Pilsner. I can definitely taste the Pilsner uh, hops in this. I mean, it's, it smells it's like it's, it's slight like a Pilsner. It like yeast. Mm. But I, love the, yeast I love the back end, the, the tartness in the back. It's but lovely. I can taste that real traditional Pilsner. Lovely. Uh, like a Stella, like a real traditional Pilsner taste. Oh, and then everything's great. based off that. I don't like it. I like it. Okay. <laughs> that would, that 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 makes the world go around, right? So there. yeah, we we have not changed our review um, <laughs> format. Uh, I think we're just spitballing here because it is nine point five percent alcohol and uh, uh, yeah. So who gives it away? Well, I'm gonna give this beer. I'm gonna give this beer as a sour rube. I'm I'm just getting into the, the sour beers. I haven't had a lot of them. Um, this one to me is this one's a tough sell because it is so tart. Mm -hmm. I do like the Pilsner quality of it. I like the uh, the carbonated aspect of it. It's definitely built bubbly. I mean, you could drink this in the summer pretty easily. But um, coming in as you know, kind of hammer over the head at nine point five percent alcohol by volume, and then you got to wrap your head around the tartness, or at least I do. I'm gonna only give this one about a two point five. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, this is not for me. Little AK? Well, I like the flavor. I don't think I could drink more than this tiny schlampling. Um, schlampling is, is a brand new word. I'm drinking more of the schlampling. Yeah, the uh, Permanent Vacation Radio uh, <laughs> <laughs> translation booklet will be, it's a pamphlet, is going to be coming out uh, soon. You can find that on the website for a nominal, um, nominal fee. I, have, I did sample a bunch of sour beers this weekend. That were more sour and less sweet, which was possibly maybe more my jam. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with this is good. I'm not hooked on the monkey. Yep. So I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah, the mon monkey Whoa. business, monkey shines. Um, AK, do you find yourself uh, seeking out beers now as you're yeah. becoming? Yeah. 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 Now suddenly. I'm into beers and I talk about beers and I'm like, have you ever tried this beer? Burr, burr, burr. You know, I have a show. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this show we do beer reviews. Hey, it's a great, no big deal. It's a great <laughs> segue. To, it's a great segue to plug the show. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're gonna have stickers. No we're gonna have stickers soon. And then people are always like, "What is it you do? Huh? No. What is it you doing? You make beer? No. no. What's a podcast? I've never heard of that." <laughs> Yep. Uh, nice, nice out. You know, you know when you are uh, when you are saddled with, you know, divine purpose like we are, uh, it's tough getting the word out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. D, your review. 
Um, I'm an IPA dick as well. Yep. I love the hops. I love the love the bitter hops. Um, I do, and I I'm not really a big Pilsner fan, but I do like the sweetness and the tartness of this, and I love the tiny bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give this a not quite a four, a three eight. Three eight. Like Ooh, that's a good score. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's a good score. <laughs> victory. Tiny bubbles. V for victory. Tiny bubbles. Somebody should make that into a song. Don Ho. Don Ho. Uh, yes. What do you think that rated on the uh, billboard charts? Uh, probably fucking high. You think so? Yeah. I mean, the guy built a career around that one song. Look it up everybody, on I'm looking it up right now. Everybody went to uh, Hawaii to go see his show. And Elvis. Wasn't Elvis around then? Well, he toured in Hawaii, but he, I mean, Don Ho was like parked there. Like, he was parked there. He was like. Wait, was uh, Don Ho? Yeah, Don yeah. Ho. He's okay. hit a, uh, Ho a variety of shows. spelled with an X somehow, right? No. Or Q. D O N H O. Don Ho, <laughs> Tiny Bubbles. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> well, never mind. I'm confusing him with something else. <laughs> Birther. That's a bunch of crap, right? All right. So it charted on both the pop and the Hot 100 and easy listening charts. Highest ranking, 57. Wow. And, uh, yeah, nearly three years later, Evie Sands, Any Way That You Want Me, tied Tiny Bubbles for longevity among the 1960s hits, uh, failing to reach the Hot 100's top 50 at 17 weeks. That doesn't make any sense. Um... One, uh, widely considered uh, to be Don Ho's most favorite, famous song. He, I mean, he built a career out of it. He, he, he built a theater in uh, Waikiki. And, he uh, milked that one to death. Milked, milked it to milked death. old ladies. Yep. <laughs> I love So I know... This is a this is an this is an audio format, so you can't really see what's happening. But as soon as uh, AK said "milk the ladies," you could see you could see her face change. It, it, it literally went from that didn't sound quite right. <laughs> right? Awesome. Milking old ladies. We should be we should be uh, live Facebooking this show or uh, Facebooking Facebooking. Right. Yeah. That carnation mouth. All right. Well, that's going to do it for another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Show. Yeah. Let's see where we're at. We're at, uh, gosh, we're at, uh, got a minute, an hour, 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 a little over an hour. You got, you got, you got something else to say? Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Uh, Platform look, is yours. Look for stickers, Wilson. Yeah. So we got a couple things to talk about here real quick as we do some housekeeping as the show ends. Uh, once again, thank you for uh, finding us. Thank you for uh, telling all your friends. Thanks for tuning in. Definitely get the Podbean uh, app. It is the best way to listen to the show. We're also on iTunes. If you're on iTunes, please leave us a review. That really helps us uh, get our rankings up a little higher. Also, if you are listening through Podbean, downloading is the best way to go because you download the episode, you listen to it at your convenience. Your player allows you to stop it at any point and you pick up right where you left off. That's awesome. That also helps us with our reviews. And uh, we are now crowdfunding. So if you're on the Podbean app, Take a look at that. Uh, you can be a donor to the show. We've got some expenses that we're incurring because we are going live. Uh, we've got our uh, big live uh, tour coming up. Next stop, Best BLT, Pies. BLT, big live tour. BLT, big live tour. CBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> BBC, BBC. <laughs> you're raping me. <laughs> I think our next stop is going to be Best Pies. Hey, you're all up on my tit. <laughs> in, in downtown Truckee. Mom. <laughs> Mom, you're all up on my tit. 911. 911. Yes, Leslie is shouting from the background. The, uh, go for it, Leslie. It's not Best Buys. It's no. Best Pies. I did say oh, Best Pies. Oh, it's not? Yeah. Oh. I was going to buy a new Walkman. Oh. Wait, they have Walkman? Yeah, it's Best Buy. Best Pies. Best Pies. Best Pies. Yes, Best Pies. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we have some stuff we want to uh, we want to increase our uh, our capacity to broadcast here and bring you more great live content, and uh, so that takes you know things like microphones and cables and all that stuff. So we we have a crowdfunding thing. So if you go on the Podbean app there, uh, take a look at that. You can be a donor or a patron, as they call it. And uh, you know, there's a different. A hero, really, a hero. Really. Uh, definitely a hero. Keep the keep the uh, funny going. Keep the funny going uh, with the with the help of your small donation. Um, <laughs> Open and up there, those purse strings. 
strings for And there are some rewards levels. If you guys um, give a small donation, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about you on the radio. And we're gonna, we'll give you a sticker. We're going to mention your name uh, uh, <laughs> on the radio or on the, uh, on the show. If you guys uh, go up to the next level of donation, I think it's uh, 10 bucks, something like that. Um, some uh, permanent vacation swag is going to be coming your way, which is really, really cool. And then uh, if you are willing to donate 50 bucks or more, we are going to, uh, if you'd like to, like us to, we'd like to promote your service or your business on the show. And we'd be happy to do that. And one of our hosts here, either AK, Mr. D, or myself, will uh, read your commercial. Once again, we're trying to do this organically. In fact, uh, it's a win-win because uh, Alibi invited us back for Podcast 2.0. So they dug it. They want it back. So, yeah. Right. And, okay. you know, with, with with the way we're doing things, and if you listen to a lot of pod, podcasts out there, there is a lot of advertising that's going on. And uh, we have the opportunity to do that, too. We'd like to try and keep it organic. We try and keep it local. Um, and uh, we, we don't want to clutter up the, uh, the shows with a lot of unnecessary advertising. The advertising does help us on the show, but we'd like to advertise the people that are actually listening to the show. So if you'd like to go on there and donate to our crowdfunding, please do. It would be uh, really, really um, great if you did because it keeps this funny coming. Buy right. Shell Oil. Yeah, and also check us out on uh, Instagram. We are on Instagram at Kermit underscore vacation radio. Underscore radio. <laughs> underscore, on underscore. One of these weeks we right. are going to do it right. Underpants. Undercarriage. You can also find us on uh, Facebook at Permanent Vacation Show. That's going to do it for another episode. Everybody enjoy your permanent vacation. Ciao. Peace out, bitches. Later. And he uh, milked that one to death. Milked, milked it to milked death. Milked old ladies. Yep. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs>